Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Center is set to appear in court. I'm Acacia James. Delta gets permission to cut flights at two New York airports and Reagan National. I'm Sandy Kozell. A Maryland angler and boat win a record prize at the White Marlin Open. I'm Sarah Jacobs. The Dow's down 45 points. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Steve Kathan. The blowback from some of former President Trump's supporters is fierce following the FBI search of his Florida estate. CBS's Bradley Blackburn says the rhetoric has prompted concern at the highest levels. A joint intelligence bulletin sent to law enforcement across the country warned of a threat to place a so-called dirty bomb in front of FBI headquarters and general calls for civil war and armed rebellion. Other threats are also circulating online. CBS's Jeff Pegues says lawmakers in both parties want more clarity about documents that were removed from Mar-a-Lago. Democrat Mark Warner as well as Republican Marco Rubio both on the Senate Intelligence Committee both calling for the release of the documents in question as well as an assessment of the kind of damage mishandling those documents could do to national security. In Russia, Brittany Griner's lawyers have appealed her nine-year prison term. CBS's Vicki Barker. The grounds of the appeal aren't yet clear, but when the WNBA star was convicted earlier this month, both her lawyers called her nine-year sentence for possession of prescription cannabis oil unusually severe. A Russian diplomat has indicated there have been talks about a possible prisoner exchange. China has announced more military drills around Taiwan as the island's president met with a U.S. congressional delegation. CBS's MTS Tayyab is in Afghanistan's capital a year after the completion of the U.S. troop withdrawal. For the Taliban, today is a day of joy as hundreds fill the central Kabul square just yards from where the U.S. embassy once stood, waving flags and chanting, God is great. Rejoicing that it's back in control of a country it once ruled from 1996 up until the 2001 Allied invasion that followed the 9-11 attacks. Regulators in Britain have become the first in the world to okay an updated version of the Moderna coronavirus vaccine. Moderna's Philip Cruz says it protects against the original strain and the Omicron variant. The level of antibodies being produced is in a level that truly encompasses what we expected and therefore we could label it as having a superior immune or antibody response or protection response. It's dry in Center Point, Texas, north of San Antonio and in one neighborhood, no water's coming from wells because the water table is so low. Chad Bull is with a church deacon effort to spearhead and get water supplies in. We don't ask anything in return. We just want to come out and give them the water so that they can live the life that they want to live. That neighborhood could need help through the end of next month. Right now on Wall Street, the Dow is down 39 points. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. 11.03 on WTOP. It's Monday morning, August 15. Clouds in 72 degrees. We're staying in the 70s today.
Good morning. Nice to have you with us. I'm Morik Lewis. And I'm Deborah Feinstein. Here are the top local stories we're following this hour. We now know the identity of the man behind an incident near the Capitol over the weekend. Police say 29-year-old Richard York III of Delaware crashed into a barricade and set it on fire before firing gunshots in the air and then killed himself. It happened at the intersection of East Capitol and 2nd Streets between the U.S. Supreme Court and the Library of Congress. WTOP's Mitchell Miller has more from Capitol Hill. I think like law enforcement nationwide, we are on a higher alert. Capitol Police Chief Tom Manger, who says changes in how his department operates, helped provide a quick response to the barricade crash and gunfire that occurred early Sunday morning. And his department is working closely with a wide range of law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, to make sure it's ready for any potential threats. We have enhanced our intelligence operations so that we are keeping track of the, the threats that are on social media, uh, other outlets. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. The man charged with firing a gun inside the Tyson's Corner Center Mall earlier this summer is set to appear in court today. 22-year-old Noah Settles was charged with attempted malicious wounding, discharging a weapon into an occupied building, and use of a firearm in the commission of a felony. The charges stem from the June 18th shooting inside Tyson's Corner Center. The gunshots caused people to panic and flee the mall, and police said three people were injured while fleeing the shooting. No one was injured by the gunfire. Police also say Settles was involved in an altercation between two gangs. Last month, Settles was held without bond after a bail hearing. He's scheduled for a preliminary hearing today at 2 p.m. Acacia James, WTOP News. The FAA is allowing Delta Airlines to cut some flights this summer, including flights at Reagan National Airport. This is a temporary move that Delta had requested. It wanted a break from minimum slot requirements at New York's LaGuardia and JFK airports, as well as Reagan, because of a number of problems it's been facing. Weather, air traffic control delays, crew sick time, and airport construction. Airlines can lose their slots at some congested airports if they don't use them at least 80% of the time. Reuters reports the FAA says Delta should offer customers a refund or rebook them on Delta or another carrier for any canceled flights at the three airports. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. A project that took more than 20 years at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial has finally been completed. And it honors every service member who is inscribed on the wall. The Wall of Faces is now telling a more complete story of each of the 58,281 heroes found there with the addition of at least one photo of every hero listed. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund began searching for photos back in 2001. Stories shared by family and friends, along with a virtual reading of the names, also gives visitors a chance to better understand each hero's journey. David Banks Bryant. Robert Arthur Bulmer. Now the focus is on finding higher quality images as the effort to uncover each hero's story continues. You can view the wall of faces and submit stories online. Melissa Howell, WTLP News. A pair of influential filmmakers from the Baltimore and Washington areas have been killed in a fiery crash on I-95 in Delaware. The Baltimore Sun says 37-year-old Martin Whittier of Havre-de-Grasse in Harford County and 27-year-old Nate Brubaker of Halethorpe died Thursday night when they were returning to Maryland from a production in Philadelphia. Delaware State Police say the men were in a BMW that was stalled in the middle lane of I-95 north of the Christiana Mall interchanges when they were hit from behind by a box truck. The truck pushed the car into the shoulder and then caught fire. The men were pinned inside the car. The truck driver was not injured.
Straight ahead on WTOV, a check of traffic and weather. And then... Meet the Ashburn woman who throws, not kicks, axes. I'm John Doman. Ooh, it's 11.07. The International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 77, is recruiting its next class of apprentices, June 23rd and 24th. As part of Local 77, you will operate and maintain heavy equipment like cranes and bulldozers all across the DMV. If you have a high school diploma or GED, driver's license and clean record are at least 18 and want to learn.